if you think about it, like I said, everything we do is on social media. You know, we're running ads on Facebook and Instagram. Now, unlike the job boards where people are already going looking for a job, you have to do something to stop the scroll, right? Because they're just scrolling through, looking at cat videos or the latest, latest brisket knife or whatever's popping up in their newsfeed from whatever they were looking at. And then here's an ad for your company. Welcome, Welcome. to the Service MVP Podcast. This is where you go to learn how to use pure motive service to create higher value to grow your results. Grow your results. And now, here is your host, America's service sales coach, Joe Crisera. All right, everybody, welcome to the Service MVP podcast. And my name is Joe Crisera, America's service sales coach. And I'm here today talking to one of my very best friends, Jody Underhill. Jody, why don't you uh, say hi to our clients? Sure. Hello, everybody. Glad to be here. Hope to share some great stuff for uh, to help you with your home service business. Now, Jody, if you don't mind uh, sharing the name of your company and, and tell us a little bit about yourself and the reason why you got started in this business. So the name of the company is Rapid Hire Pro. And what we focus on is obviously recruiting in home service industry, any of the trades. And the reason that we are focused on that is because I worked for the power company for almost 30 years before I started a marketing agency. As most people look at it, you, you probably get seven or eight calls a week from people wanting to help you with your marketing, but there's not really anybody reaching out to help you get more people. And right now, what we hear more than anything is I've got plenty of work. What I need is good people to, so that I can, so I can take on more work. And we kind of got started in recruiting, not in home services, but in the trucking industry. So about a year and a half ago, my wife reached out to Tommy Mello, she's not even as long as I have, and said, hey, if you need people, you should check out what we're doing. The next week, we flew out there. We showed him kind of how we do things, because what we do is very different than what your typical recruiting company does. Um, because with a typical recruiting company, they focus on job boards. Indeed, simply hired as a recruiter. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that everybody going there, you know, is looking for a job and not everybody is a great candidate. So what we do that's very different is we use social media and we put all of our ads on social media on Facebook and Instagram. So because you want to get your information in front of people who are already working for someone else so that you can get it and they're not necessarily looking for another opportunity, but when they see yours positioned in their newsfeed, we're going to take the chance of taking a look at it. So that's what we do that's so very different is we're fishing in a pond where not everybody's going. But if you look at Indeed and Simply Hire and ZipRecruiter, those are, it's like basically like you see the fishing pier with 20 people lined up for the same bait and same fishing pole. That's kind of what that looks like. We want to go to a stocked pond with the right bait. And that's that's how what we do is very different. Well, that's really great. So it's, and by the way, uh, I can personally attest that everybody I've sent to Jody Underhill and his team has said, wow, where were these guys at? I, I could have used these guys years ago, but uh, thank God they found you now is all I keep saying. And yeah. Jody, thank you for, when I get a referral, it's always important that 
it's a good service because if it's not, then not only does the service get fired that I recommend, but Joe Crisera gets fired too. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's exactly. <laughs> and believe me, we look, we take every referral, we look at it and treat it like it's a, a precious, a precious commodity. I promise. Right. And that's why I've noticed. I've noticed that I said, I don't mind doing it, Jody. But he, I said, I told him my first time, I said, if I do recommend it, I said, if Tommy Mello from A1 Garage Door says you're good, then yeah, I believe that because he he has never he's never steered me wrong either. So between Tommy and you, you're good. Now let's talk about the three steps that are important. That once you get that stocked pond and mm -hmm. you've got some of the fish on the hook, what, what are three steps that a business can do? What tips can you give to to a business? The three tips to make sure that you are successful. That once we have a response, that we get them onto the team to convert sure. people who are kind of shopping to come to the company how do we convert people from possible employees to actual employees where is step one jody let's go ahead and just tell me that first first thing is is, we, is you is reducing friction in the application funnel and it may seem funny that i call it an application funnel but that's really what we're doing it's kind of like a sales funnel but instead of for customers you're running it for getting employees and you want to reduce the thing that i see with just about 99% of the companies that I talk to and I go, because I always do some investigation and I look at what they're currently doing for recruiting. Without fail, if you go look at 99% of home service companies' websites on their career page, they have a place for someone to apply. And without fail, it says, upload your resume. Mm -hmm. How many people, HVAC techs or plumbers or electricians have a resume laying around ready to upload? So it's kind of there. putting a stumbling block there. I used to think that it was because people didn't have a resume, but the other part of it is what tool or what device do you think that most people who are standing around looking for something, what are they using? Their phone. Their phone, right? They're using their phone. I mean, I'm pretty technically savvy and I have no clue how to attach a PDF to a fill, a fill in the blank form on my phone. So right. just, that's part of the, the friction that's being caused. And a resume is going to be as good as what they choose to tell you, because most, most companies have an application. Why not just have them take them straight to an application to allow them to answer the questions that you want to know? Because most people on their resume, they don't put anything about their driving record. But I guarantee you that just about every person that's listening to this podcast, they have people that are driving their company vehicles. So asking them about their driving record is key. Right about do you have unlawful speed over 15 miles an hour or DUI or hit and run those kind of thing or reckless driving charge makes it so they're uninsurable and you want to know those things they're not putting that on a resume so you can ask the questions you want to know without having to have them take the time to go create a word document or a PDF of a resume which causes them basically anxiety anyway because that's not really what this business is about. I just had an aha moment right there, Jody. It's like. The resume is the employee telling the company what the, what they want to what they want to tell you, and the application is something getting information that you want to know about the person. So so before we reveal information about the company or some marketing, because the resume is basically the employee marketing themselves to your company mm -hmm. and telling you what telling you filtering it by what they want you to know. You you need to ask questions that you need to know. <laughs> because driving a truck, for instance, is a great thing. So that's an aha moment there. A lot of people think, well, it's easier It's easier when the guy sends a resume. And then 
really, we get about two sentences in there, even reading the resume for it, the burden it takes on the team to read that thing. I yeah. mean, I can't tell you one time I had videographers in Los Angeles looking for that. And they had like 800 people apply, as you can imagine. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to see if somebody followed directions. And by reading the first subject line, right. something, that, something that was good, because I couldn't go through 800 things. I had to figure out uh, something quicker than that. And I wound up coming at some certain criteria, but it was hard. It was, I realized how much of a burden that was on me. I wish I had, I wish I had known that advice back then. Now, so the application process to streamline it and making sure that you must get right to the chase on the device so the device itself can uh, more or less make those questions easy to answer, maybe even autofill uh, right. some of those things like that, right? Yeah. And then, you know, number two, uh, but before they do that, or even even after they do that, I think you mentioned one time, you mentioned I mean, step number two was providing a reason to work for the company. Makes sense, sure. sir? So uh, tell me a little more about that, Joe, right. if you don't mind. So if you think about it, like I said, everything we do is on social media. You know, we're running ads on Facebook and Instagram. Now, unlike the job boards where people are already going looking for a job, you have to do something to stop the scroll. Right, because they're just scrolling through, looking at cat videos or the latest latest brisket knife or whatever's popping up in their newsfeed from whatever they were looking at. And then here's an ad for your company. And the way that most people, most people or most companies run ads is kind of like the reverse of what it should be. They're like, we're looking for HVAC contractors with two years experience that have this and this and this. You wouldn't run ads looking for customers going, Hey, we're looking for customers with a three-bedroom, two-bath house that pay their bills on time and have a 720 credit score so we can come replace your air conditioner. Mm. Right? That's a, that's pretty much what we're doing with most mm. job ads. So what we have to do is look at why do the employees that are working for you, why are they there? What are those intangibles that can cause somebody to see that and want to take a chance on looking at coming to work for your company? Now, in today's market, it's very competitive. And most people have pretty decent pay and pretty decent benefits. But what are some of the intangibles? Like, for instance, are they able to take the truck home? Do they have a gas card? Do they have an iPad? Uh, are they able to dispatch from home? Is there possibly no on-call? And I'm not saying that you have to have those things, but those are the things that start moving into work-life balance. Because whenever the pay is similar and the benefits are similar, and I mean about benefits as being the, you know, the health and vision, those kind of things. What makes the difference? One of the biggest things that I saw in one of them, and this is kind of funny because it was, and I had a conversation with, with the owner and she said, I want to put on there that we have a fully stocked break room because the employees can come in, they have a fully stocked break room, they can come get stuff anytime they want. That thing in the ad, that comment got more comments and engagement than anything else we did for that company. So, you know, looking at what are those things that, what are the intangibles that give them more of a work-life balance working for you versus someone else? Because everybody can say we're small, we're family-owned, we have a great corporate culture, but what are those things? Is there continuous training or company events? It doesn't have to be something that's astronomically expensive to be a, to be a difference maker. So putting it, you know, so you got to stop the scroll and get their attention. And one of the places, I know I'm going to, I'm sorry, one of the places that I found the easiest place to get that is asking your existing employees why they like working for you. That's really great. I mean, you think about it. I love, I love what you said there again, to kind of recap that about, it's like, we don't advertise for customers by saying, we're looking for somebody who's got enough money to buy an air conditioning unit, who lives in a three bed, 
house when you who has a garage door to looking for a or who's got a, a dual air conditioning so like yeah it would be it, think how uh, how ugly that ad would look if we said we're, we're profiling customers to look for that kind of a customer in a way profiling is illegal even so it's uh, right. something that we're even trying to profile people we're putting their profile public by the way which is something that i don't think is a good idea i think let's find good people and then uh, tell them we have some good things. Like I think that thing in the break room, because I found the same thing, Jody, that what people do with their time off is the thing that is more, more valuable to today's younger people than what are you doing when you're actually working for us? Does that, exactly. <laughs> does that make sense, Jody? Yeah, because I mean, like I said, you know, you've heard Tommy say it from stage a bunch of times, is people don't come to work for your dream, they come to work for their dream. So, you know, how is it, you know, how, is that, how does that make, go into the mix? And it's you know, so it really is just about the thing about that break, fully stock break room. It wasn't the G whiz difference maker. It was something that was different that interrupted the pattern. Because whenever people are just scrolling through, they got to something's got to pop and get their attention. And of course, one of the things we do is that's always visual. Is we get people you know, with logoed trucks and their their logoed shirts and everything doing the work because that gets attention. Because um, usually, I'm sure you've seen it, Joe. You don't want to use stock images because somebody made a post in one of the groups like this guy works for every HVAC contractor. In the yeah, group. right. <laughs> the guy with the blue overalls with you know, testing or, or testing the voltage on the on the plastic co cover of the of the DX unit. So yeah. it's always yeah, making sure that you're greatly represented. He's got that hard hat on too. Yeah, which nobody ever wears for a service right. in the service business. That's funny. Giving people a reason to work for you, and you know, it's funny because I would say. That's kind of like, it's not the stake because you know, the job is the stake and the money yeah. and compensation. We're going to get to that next. But you know, the stake is the actual work and the compensation. But the sizzle is what that is. That's like the, that's like the smell of the steak or the right. sizzle. You know, it's like we're not eating that, but I, it's, it's actually, we can all admit that when that steak sizzles and we can smell that steak cooking, that's almost as enjoyable. You know, eating the actual steak is almost like a... Uh, it's almost let down, not a let right. down, but it's sort of like uh, just another steak, cooking it and things like that. And and that sizzle you get from the steak is the thing that matters. That's kind of what you're talking about on that last thing. So we've got to have that sizzle on your company steak to make sure people are drawn to that, right? Yeah. Number three, number three is this is an interesting one. Obviously, the steak is actually the compensation. Why do people come to work for a place? The meat and potatoes are. Uh, how we get paid and things like that. So talk about that part, Jody. What, what, sure. do you, what do you call that number three, the third step to attracting and converting people to join your company? It's the positioning of the compensation. And by, what I mean by the positioning is you want to future pace, right? Because most of the people that you're looking to attract, if you're looking for people that have any experience at all, they're already working for someone else. And you put up there that you know, you've, you've made two years experience and we'll pay $30 an hour. With, um, with health and dental and vision. $30 an hour times 2080, right? That's 60 grand. But what is it? And I always ask the, that question. And I said, well, what is it that they would typically make? So, well, you know, if they, we have a percentage or they have uh, performance pay, then what is it that your, your a decent tech makes on an annual basis? Because that's really what you want to focus on. You want to future pace what they're going to be able to make. You don't want to make it, you don't want to blow it out. You don't want to make, you don't want to, inflate it too much over what it actually is. But what we found is like starting at $30 an hour with, with a clear, starting at $30 an hour with a clear path to 115K per year. 
because if you've got great training from Uncle Joe here, and he can help you understand how to help the customer make the best buying decision, and they're able to sell them more a larger unit or a more advanced solution, then they're going to be able to make more money. So therefore, they do have a clear path, especially if you have if you have, you have Joe in there doing the sales training, that clear path gets bigger and bigger. And even if you start people on a smaller scale, so let's just say that you're hiring apprentices, right? Which we mentioned Tommy a few times, you know, he hires apprentices all the time. During training, they make $18 an hour. Whatever you do, don't post $18 an hour on your ads because you're going to get combative comments. What I mean by combative comments is going to be things like, I could go make that at McDonald's or that kind of thing. Right. So one of the way to position $18 an hour is what it is weekly, right? It's $720 a week. Some reason subconsciously, just like we want to do the opposite of, of what you talk about with your sales, you never say it's $1,000, right? You never say it's $1,500. You, have, you use, use the smaller term and you, or you go through what the payments are. Here, we want to make it bigger. So instead of $18 an hour, it's $720 a week during training mm -hmm. with a clear path to 85K a year. Now nice. we'll see that, okay, 700, for some reason, psychologically, $720 a week sounds like more than $18 an hour. Mm -hmm. Because, and I say that because we don't get combative comments on 720 a week, but we do on 18 an hour. I like that clear path as well. So like, so you're starting at 720 a week with a clear path to $85,000. That's a great aha moment there, Joe, because it's like, that's what people want. They don't just want to see a job to go in and work for today. The job represents the future in a way that makes sense yeah. that you need to you need to describe the experience all the way through and through. And like I said, fully stocked break room. It's like, it's like, what? I get some peanut butter uh, cracker sandwiches for free. Oh, I can't popcorn and some coffee. I mean, it's about time somebody cares about. Sometimes it's like, you know, you're going to get comments. I would say like, it's about time somebody cares about their employees or whatever kind of a thing, right? Yeah. Fully stocked break room. You know, I never put that on our, I've, I'm already taking notes right here feverishly, Jody. I learned just as much as anybody else on this podcast. That's really great. So positioning the compensation to make sure you realize that how you pack, how you verbally package that to make sure that it sounds like it's more, and it, it, well, it's the same. It's the same. thing is that you're, you're just using different uh, words that kind of describe the, the path that people are going to get to the end result there. Make sense? Yeah. And then the thing is, is that, and it's, like I said, it's the future pacing. Because if you think about it, you don't want someone to come work for you for 12 months. You want them to come stay for five, six, 10 years. So by showing them what the future is, because I guarantee you where they're working now, typically, they're not sharing what that would, what that could be. I'm not saying that everybody, nobody does, but I'm saying that's what you're looking to get that in front of the people who currently don't see what the future is, where they are, and see a better, brighter future coming to work for you. Uh, let me just say this, Jody. Uh, it's every time I, it's hard, it's impossible to say Jody without smiling. Number one, I want to tell you that. Uh, and number two, if you wanted to research more about Jody, Jody, how do people get a hold of uh, Rapid Hire Pro? What's the process like when they get involved with your, when you get your team? Absolutely. So the easiest thing is rapidhirepro.com. When you go there up in the upper right hand corner, there's a little green button to, ske to schedule a call. Um, you go in there and, and you're scheduling it on my calendar. And here's how I do that. I do all the calls. I don't farm that out to anyone else. I'm the, you know, I do all the calls. And what I want to do is I want to understand more about what you're looking to do, who you're looking to hire, what you're looking for, what your pay scale is. And I'm going to share with you exactly what we would do 
so that you can take that. And even if you choose we're not the right fit, I'm going to share a lot of information that you can take and utilize yourself if you choose to. And I'm going to record that call, Joe, because I'm going to send them a, call, a link to that recording because I'm going to share exactly what the ads look like, exactly what the message is. But one of the things I didn't really go into is we have a very robust follow-up system because that's what it takes today's market in order to get in front of people is we put people into about a seven-day nurture uh, sequence, getting them to fill out the application. And then once they fill out the application, the next step is we have them do an automated video interview, asking them questions. That way you can able to see what they look like, see how they communicate. Because in today's market, a technician has to not only be able to diagnose and repair, they have to be able to share the best solution with the, with the homeowner in such a way that they feel good about the decision they're making. So with that automated video interview, you're able to see that. Anyway, I'm going to go through, share what all those things look like, put that together, send you a link to the recording, and send you over a proposal. It's all on one page so that you can take a look at that to decide if it's something that's going to work for you and your business based on what your needs are. And I'll be the first one to, to let you know exactly where I think the, the best fit is. And if sometimes it's not, but I do this. It doesn't even matter if you need one person. I tell everybody, sign up for a call because I'm going to share some stuff with you that you're going to be able to take and utilize no matter what. I've had people that needed one person to come back six months later, but now they need three and it's a fit. And also they're able to take the things and utilize what I'm going to share. I always tell people if there's somebody, if they're willing to say what they're going to do, they should be able to, they should be willing to record it and send you a recording of them saying it. That is so great. Jody, uh, again, let me just repeat to everybody here. I, I can't endorse him and his services. Jody as a person and the service as a service, those two things are perfect together. There's they, everybody's flawed, but uh, that the process that Jody has outlined is actually flawless. And everybody, every every client that I have ever recommended to Jody has came back to me with raving reviews. Jody, again, let me tell you what a pleasure and honor it is to have you on the line here. And by the way, if you want to just look up Jody Underhill, uh, Rapid Hire Pro, RapidHirePro.com, you're going to see a treasure trove of information on podcasts and videos and things that come up. So I encourage you to educate yourself before you meet Jody and he'll, he'll be speaking the same thing to you, but uh, except for it'll be more personalized and customized to you and your team. Jody, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate that. Thank you, Joe. It's been my pleasure. Take care.